Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything going in the land of solar this week? Always exciting, always great, always lots of fun. <laughs> never, <laughs> never a dull moment, that's uh, for I, sure. I hear that. I can definitely yes. hear that. Wow. Yeah. So what do you got? What's on? What's going on well, this week? Back in uh, summer of last year, uh, PG&E, our utility company, and mm-hmm. Sunrun, one of the biggest... Uh, residential providers, uh, put together this program that would allow PG&E to pull power from the Sunrun customers' batteries. And these customers, (laughs) so if they had solar and they have a backup battery and they are Sunrun, PG&E was offering them $750 to allow PG&E to pull power from their batteries to be able to use it uh, for other customers that might need it uh, for their power during the evening time. Hmm. And so it was kind of interesting because PG&E is definitely recognizing that, oh, hey, we don't have enough power <laughs> at night for everybody so as we're adding electric. Co- Go ahead. This is like for unused battery storage. like Yes. So if okay. your battery you know, has 10 kilowatt hours in it and you're not using it because there's no outage and you're part of the NEM 2.0 program where any, you know, once your battery is full and you're sending power back to the grid, um, it doesn't really make sense to discharge that battery. Now with NEM 3.0, it makes sense to discharge that battery. Mm-hmm. But most of these customers were on the NEM 2.0. Oh, okay. And so, you know, they had these batteries that were full and a lot of them uh, made their batteries. So they had 8,500 customers uh, that enrolled and got the $750 and then those batteries provided 27 megawatts of power during the evening peak hours for more wow. than 90 days. So that's during the, the summer months when PG&E kind of needs that power. So very interesting, very interesting because you, that would indicate that PG&E needs solar's help <laughs> for all the energy demand. Uh, and yet they're highly discouraging uh, solar uh, from you know, being deployed uh, through the NEM 3.0. So it is, we'll see what happens with this, but they're calling it the Peak Power Rewards Program. And mm. uh, it looks like they're going to expand it. But a lot of people who uh, have battery power kind of are using it now. And right. so we'll see, we'll see what happens and we'll see what goes on with that. But it, I thought it was a really interesting program. And, you know, oh, and they also got a free smart thermostat for participating. Okay. And uh, I mean, 27 (laughs) megawatts, uh, can you tell us how how much is that in layman's terms? Like, is that Uh, enough for a house? Enough power for 20,000 homes. Wow. 
8,500 customers powering 20,000 homes at uh, nighttime. So that's pretty cool. And that is. it was, yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of making, you know, a microgrid, that's what it defines. So like if you have a community and there's enough battery storage and enough solar, that microgrid essentially can power everyone during the daytime or the nighttime hours. Right. And so PG&E kind of set this up with Sunrun. And so they're really happy with it and <laughs> they want to expand it, but we'll see how it goes because uh, the, the, the rules have all changed when it comes to solar and batteries and, and people right now with the NEM 3.0, the excess power goes back to PG&E and they only get seven cents a kilowatt hour on average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of people are adding batteries so that they will be able to use that power at night. And so if it's not going back to PG&E and it's staying in the batteries and people are using it for their own, that 22,000 or 20,000 homes that I was talking about, I would say it's probably one tenth we're going to have power. So it's kind of interesting that PG&E, you know, thought, hey, here's a good idea. Let's let's (laughs) let's reward people and we can pull the power from their batteries and sell it to to the next door neighbor or we can now make it. So it's not, <laughs> not available. Oh, no. So I, I don't know. It's uh, it's, it was, I think obviously it was designed during it, everything with PG&E takes years and years for it to come together. Okay. But yeah, there's, there's 800, according to this article from uh, solar builder magazine, uh, they've connected 820,000 customers in PG&E territory and then uh, 75,000. So about 10, less than 10% have uh, battery storage. And so, but that's still a lot of capacity, according to this article, 670 megawatts. Uh, so 670, 22,000, whatever that math, it's a lot of people. That it yeah, can, that's awesome. can be, well, except now. It could be. If you have a battery <laughs> and you're using it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could have been, exactly. So it could have been a solution for nighttime power and grid power and grid stabilization. So PG&E doesn't have to fire up a coal plant at night or, uh, you know, they're not really in the coal business, but uh, a natural gas uh, plant, that kind of thing that uh, can deliver power at night. So very interesting and uh, we'll see how it evolves, but I would imagine it's not going to go much further than that one test. However, had the the NEM 3.0 been delayed a year or two years or even step down. So instead of going from 50, 60 cents a kilowatt hour on that excess compensation, if it was stepped down, say, you know, 50 cents this year, 40 cents next year. And then as it shrinks down, then that would have given customers a lot more time to adjust and then made the battery decision a lot easier. And uh, so, but now it's, you must add a battery or, you know, you can see how it goes. Uh, That's what we're kind of recommending to our clients is, uh, Go ahead and get solar now because PG&E daytime rates are going to be out of control, upwards of 65 cents a kilowatt hour during the summer, which is when we first started, that's that's what Hawaii was at. <laughs> they imported wow. all of their power from diesel container ships and essentially just had giant diesel generators running their, uh, their for their power. And it was, you know, duct tape and dental floss. So it was really, really expensive for power. And now... California is getting to that point with no duct tape and no dental floss, just lots of fires and blowing up things and, uh, you know, having to pay these billion dollar settlements. So anyway, it's going to be really expensive. So definitely get solar, especially if the electricity bill 
in the wintertime, we're having people that my bill was never more than $100 and you know now it's $250. Definitely look at it because uh, those are the ones where their summer bills could be in the you know four to $600 range. And solar will obviously eliminate all the daytime power or you know those really high rates. So it'll still be a really fast payback. It just, you now need to expect that you're going to be paying for nighttime power. And right. in the winter months, you're going to be paying for winter power. So uh, those, you know, those are rates are less. Uh, and then if it does look like you're using a lot of nighttime power, then, you know, I'm also, let's hold off for the vehicle to grid. Uh, there are lots and lots of uh, bat, uh, electric vehicle charging stations that are for, at the CES show uh, early last month. Uh, several companies are trying to design a bi-directional EV charger. So it kind of gets us out of the solar world because it's it's just adds too much complexity and things go wrong. But if it's an EV charger that can handle the vehicle to grid where the electric vehicle is supplying bow, power back to the house at nighttime, that makes a lot more sense to me uh, than adding a wall battery that's just you know storing 13, 14 kilowatt hours where the Ford F-150 soars 100 kilowatt hours. So very complex, very mm. uh, interesting, never change, you know, never, never not changing, I will say. And so, uh, but it's, it's always exciting. Anyway, bottom line, if you're, if your electricity bill now is in the PG&E territory, $250 a month, electricity only, not the natural gas, uh, then the summer bills are going to be insane. Uh, so solar now is a good idea. And then wait to see how it goes. And if it does look like you're using a lot of power, then you can always add a battery down the road. It doesn't affect your NEM status. Uh, mm -hmm. Might have to pay another permit fee, but it's rather than you know spending fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on a battery and then you don't use it all, or you do use it, but it's still you know seven. It's it's very complex. <laughs> but uh, my my feeling is, let's see how it goes with your with your battery and your electricity usage, and we can always add one on later. So very exciting, never dull moment. And uh, good job, PG&E, you set up a really good program and everyone is very successful. I don't think it's gonna be that successful in the, under the NEM 3.0. We'll see. Mm, it, it's like one hand doesn't know what the other one's doing, <laughs> right? What? So I mean, that, when you have a program that it, it just seems like they're they're pushing in two different directions, right? Well, I mean, it definitely is a pro solar and battery storage program. So it definitely makes sense that to do this, you know, if you mm. if you need power at night and people have excess power that's just sitting in the batteries then pull it, you know, and they agree to it, you can pull it from them and compensate them. Uh, and it kind of makes them the electric company, which is kind of neat and kind of cool. Uh, but yeah. now, but now if they need that power for their home, they're not going to sell it. And so and they're not going to enroll. They're going to say, well, no, PG&E, <laughs> you, you, you messed me up good. So now I, I'm not going to let you have my power and I'm going to be paying, you know, 18, 20, 30 cents a kilowatt hour for nighttime. So it will constantly evolve. Yeah, there you go. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jamie, for staying on top yes. of all this stuff. Oh, I know my. I talked really fast, so definitely oh. rewind this, especially if you listen to the podcast in double speed, like I've been hearing lots of people. <laughs> they can keep up, which is great. But, uh, you know, listening to it in five minutes instead of 10 minutes. But sure. I want to slow this one down and uh, kind of get to it. I'll put the article from uh, Solar Builder 
in the show notes so people can refer back to it. But it's uh, pretty interesting, pretty exciting as always. Excellent. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. If you have a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, go to our Facebook page, Street Talk Solarcast, send a message through there. If you want to check out a library of our past episodes, go to solarharmonics.com, click on the podcast link at the top of the page, and you'll be taken to that library, and it's searchable. Woohoo! Finally, if you have a friend considering going solar, this would be a great podcast to refer to them because it will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the life of their system. What better friend is that? We always ask. I don't know. Until next time, everyone. See you. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.